everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. All right, so we are back on another episode of the That Lux Life podcast, and I have with me Melissa White, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, as you all know, with me being a fashion blogger, is luxury fashion, how we describe it as our own. But before we get too far into the topic and take off with this, um, Melissa, can you introduce yourself? Like, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, yes, absolutely. So I am a fashion blogger as well. Um, I am a mom of three. I have been married for almost 16 years. It'll be this May will be 16 years. And um, my kind of fashion platform, um, I try to show moms that just because we're moms, we don't have to wear the so-called mom uniform of Lululemon leggings or whatever. It doesn't have to be Lululemon, but since we're talking higher end here, um, you don't just have to wear yoga pants and tennis shoes. You know, I still wear my high heels. I wear dresses. I put on my makeup. I do my hair. Um, mom fashion doesn't have to be boring. Um, I like to bring in high-end luxury, authentic luxury items. That's the most important part of what I talk about when it comes to luxury. Um, and we can get more into that obviously as we talk, but, um, I just think that making women, um, we have to feel like ourselves and, and if, and if it is what you want to be just, you know, the mom that is just, not caring about all that kind of stuff, that's totally fine too. But for me, I am proud of the woman I am. And I want to show my children that, that I don't have to conform to anyone else's ideal standard. I mean, that's great. I think that's like one of the, when I think I started, you know, looking up and bringing on guests, I was like, you know what, when you said you were interested in being on this podcast, I was like, this is going to be great as being a, a mom of, of almost a two-year-old and now kind of floating off into this, what do I wear now? And I think like, that's the conversation I want to have is a lot of times we have these moments where we become parents or mothers and we think you have to dress differently. And that's not always, always the truth. So when, and when you talk about fashion and luxury authentic um, items, let's, let's start with like, what are your go-tos? Like, what are the, what are the top luxury, you know, either whether they're trends or different brands, like what are the ones that are your go-to? So for me, um, as far as my go-to luxury brands would be um, Chanel is my number one. Um, kind of the holy grail, I feel, of luxury is Hermes. And um, then the more attainable luxury I see is Louis Vuitton, um, which today, did, I don't know if you saw or not, they were announced as the um, most valuable brand in Europe. They surpassed Nestle, which I had no idea even Nestle was <laughs> a valued brand in Europe, but I saw that that was just announced today, which I did know they are the um, uh, most copyrighted, counterfeited, sorry, that's what I'm looking for, counterfeited of all brands. Um, but yes, yeah, so for me, um, I tend to gravitate towards my Chanel handbags, Chanel jewelry um, and accessories. 
Um, I do have my Louis Vuitton bags as well and accessories. Um, I use those more for travel and for day. Like if I'm going to the park, I would choose my Louis Vuitton over my Chanel. Um, shoes, I am completely addicted to red soles. I have a collection of Christian Louboutin. And um, as far as fashion, um, while I would, my goal is to um, attain a classic tweed dress suit from Chanel. I do not have one at this stage of my life. I will have one though at some point, um, but I love the accessories, scarves, you know, things like that to dress up your wardrobe with the higher end luxury. Okay. And then I guess, I guess one main question I'm, I'm really interested in, in hearing your answer to is a lot of people are going, you know, these, these items that you're wearing, shoes, accessories, clothing, they're investments at the end of the day is yeah. you're, you're spending a, a good chunk of money to look, look good and, and feel good. So when you just, when you decide on your pieces, what makes or break the decision to get a certain piece, especially as it obtains to like your, you were saying how you take one bag on travel that you may not take elsewhere. So what are those, like when you're even just starting from shopping, when you go into a store, what makes or breaks whether you make that purchase, whether you make that investment? Hmm. I think um, for me, it has to be a standout piece. I, of course, love my classic. Um, like I said, for traveling, I tend to go with Louis Vuitton. They're kind of um, time proven that they're good travel bags. You know, they stand up the qualities there. Um, for other um, items, just, you know, depending on the type of handbag, the type of color it's in, if it's in any type of pink, it will stand out to me. And I kind of have that like, oh my gosh, I have to have it moment. Um, I love limited edition pieces. Um, there's something to be said about not only buying the luxury brand, but buying a piece that is limited and rare within that brand. Um, so I definitely seek those pieces as well. And then there's pieces that, you know, I'll buy on um, kind of just a whim. And um, there's something to be said. Um, I wouldn't call it buyer's remorse, but there is a handbag in my collection that I kind of look at myself and I'm like, why did I buy that? You know, so this is a good question. And I realized that um, a part of me wanted to, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Chanel backpack actually. And I try to wear it, but I feel like the bag itself is too cool for me. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm trying to convince myself that, you know, I'm, it's not too cool for me. I can carry this bag too. So um, there's things that I, that gravitate and pull me in that necessarily aren't the same as everything else I have. So it just, it just depends on the item at hand. Um, but I do tend, like I said, to pick up pink. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, everyone has their, I mean, I'm a big purple person and a floral person. So if you catch me in a store and there's like a purple or like a nice good, I think it's like a deep purple, like a burgundy for me, Ooh, or if nice. there's anything with flowers on it, if I walk past it, either I'm so, really having a bad day, but it's hard for me to walk past those pieces. Like my husband. So I bet you love Gucci then because they have a lot of beautiful floral. Yes. I mean, that's, that's usually my go-to luxury. So I go in there and, you know, my husband has to drag me out, come over <laughs> here, just like holding on to things. He's like, we're not buying all of these things. We came in here for your one, one piece for the month. And then we're going to walk out. And I'm like, but I can't make a decision. I they know that they know that going in, we're not going easily. They're going to have to drag us out. <laughs> 
And usually he does not like to go in the stores with me because he knows I'm being there for a while. But when we go into certain stores, he's like, I know, I know you. So I'm going to stand next to you and stop mm-hmm. you from doing things. But um, kind of what you were talking about with, with the pieces that you like and me, even one where you were saying the backpack was a little bit too cool for you. I think that's a great way to start seg- like, you know, segueing into the other topic. That's a big thing is you're sharing about how you do mom, mom fashion. I put that in quotation marks because I feel like mom fashion, they term it as this is a mom look, but I'm like, how do you know if I'm a mom or not? Unless I'm walking around with my child, you don't know me. So I guess, how would you, what, what is your take on this definition and this thought of what moms should be wearing or what they shouldn't be wearing? Oh goodness. Um, yeah, it's kind of like I said, I think, um, there's something to be said. I mean, obviously if I'm going to the playground with my kids or a a water park, I'll make it even like a splash pad. Clearly I'm not going to be wearing Christian Louboutins and sporting my most limited edition Chanel, you know, head to toe diamonds and pearls skirt, what, what have you, I will go and, you know, work out shorts and flip flops or, you know, something more, you know, playful for that type of environment. But when I'm going to and from activities, whether my kids are with me or not, if I'm going to Target or um, just to go to a preschool activity, I'm putting my heels on, I'm dressing up, I'm presenting myself to show who I am. Now, as far as the other moms there, you may see, you know, that they're, they're, I've heard um, or seen TikToks and reels where they show like there's the, the, the sporty mom, the um, always running behind mom, you know, where she's got a hair in a messy bun, coffee in hand, one slipper on, one shoe on, you know, I mean, there's all these different types of mom styles. Um, but I think as a mom, I can be every single one of those. You know, I don't always have it together. I can be completely running behind and, and running out in my slippers. I can be running literally in my running clothes and go get my kids, or I can come and be well-dressed and presented. And I think either one is okay. We shouldn't have to conform and be put into this little bubble just because we are a mom. It's like you said, nobody knows if we are or not. And I do wear my mom badge proudly, but at the same time, I don't have to be known as only a mom. And that's a very good point. I mean, I kind of, even a short little caveat for me is, I recently, you know, was talking to someone um, as an influencer, obviously I had a brand reach out and they were like, you know, we love that you're family center and that you're a mom, but your visuals don't match. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they like sent me this, this, this photo that I posted of like a screenshot of me in a romper. And they were like, this is a little too short for the family friendly look. And I'm like, it's a romper from Abercrombie with a, button up top over it. So I'm a little confused as to what is not family friendly about it. Like it'd be yeah. different if I just took a photo and posted it straight in the nude. And if I wanted to, that is my prerogative as a mother yeah. or not. So I think I think it's very interesting that we have these so-called thoughts of what certain place we have to fit into as a mom, especially when it comes to fashion whether, um, you know, it is the luxury fashion or if it's just, you know, I threw on some sweatpants today because today's just not my day. Um, (laughs) And I do like the fact that you kind of talked also about how your outfit is and the way you present yourself matches who you are. That's how you want to go out and present yourself because it's an important thing that a lot of people miss is 
your your look, what you wear, what you buy is an extension, an extension of you. So I think that even kind of, you know, a great question to ask you um, with, with your background and what you're doing is when you describe your personal style, if someone were to ask you to give you a pitch of you, what would you say is your, your pitch for your personal style? I know I asked the big questions here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, it's my style is definitely classic timeless with a splash of trends and a lot of luxury thrown in. <laughs> that's a good I mean sometimes I end up my definition of being long-winded so I think that's a great one <laughs> very you, kinda, you also talked about these things so we're going to hop back and forth I think this is a very big hot topic mom fashion luxury fashion you know it's all coming coming together um so we probably have some listeners on here who are saying you know I don't have the ability to go out and and buy these these luxury items at full price all the time um, so do you know any insider tips of when to shop for certain brands or when to shop to kind of still get those luxury pieces, but maybe you might get them at a little bit more of a discount than you originally went when it first launched? Yes. Lots of insight here. <laughs> so if we are talking specific to brands, because there's other things, um, side topic as well, and I'll come back, you know, luxury specific, we're talking about fashion and brands and like handbags and things but there's also ways to make you feel luxurious without you having to buy a product but back to buying the luxury brand at hand um resellers resellers of authentic items are incredible you can find amazing um, handbags accessories what have you that are authentic in excellent condition at a fraction of the price um, now there are two main brands that most people seek Louis Vuitton and Chanel that do not go on sale their handbags um you know they have them at Neiman's other stores Saks and then their standalones um the reason why these bags hold their value specifically is because they do not go on sale versus like Gucci Prada um Balenciaga, any of the other higher end luxury brands sold in those stores as well or they also have their own outlets um, so for those bags, if you're wanting a trendy piece out of the bags that do go on sale, I would suggest holding off if you can't afford to buy it at full price when they first come out. Guaranteed, wait for a sale at Neiman Sachs or at even the outlets of the stores. Um, you can find the bag that you want, the bag of your dreams that you've been craving your whole entire life. And it's more than half off half the time when you when you find these sales. Um, the classics may or may not go on sale. And again, those you can always find from a reseller. Um, and then besides resell and sales, um, I brought up the outlets. Like here, um, I'm in the Austin, Texas area. There are amazing outlets around us. Um, the San Marcos outlet has a Prada and a Gucci outlet. And oh my goodness, the selection and those stores. It's like walking into the actual Gucci store. Um, it is a Gucci store. It's just the outlet version. So it's there's nothing wrong with them. A lot of people think that if they're sent to an outlet that they've been torn up or something's wrong. Absolutely not. These are the same condition handbags that were in the retail store, whether standalone in a mall or in a Neiman's or Saks or something, but they are just um, either last season or have been discontinued from the line. And so they get sent to the out outlets. I found a $5,600 Gucci suede bag and um, it was priced at $860. 
and it was gorgeous. So did I buy it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, that's a steal. I mean, that's about, you know, that's over 50% off. So what you don't get on many products, no matter, no matter the price, when you yeah. get, when you see something at 50% off or, or above, you get it. Cause you're not going to see that sale again. Exactly. So there are definitely ways to find these higher end products at a fraction of the cost. Now also to be said, for when you can't get them at a fraction of the cost. That is part of the experience, right? That is part of what makes us feel luxurious. When we are going into that store, we are like, for me, when I see a limited edition item, I kind of get this twinge of like, ooh, <laughs> I can have that. I want to get that, you know? And, it, and if I can't get it right then, I keep working and working myself up until like I either ask my husband or I save up for it. If You know what I mean? Like I earn that. I don't just go in there with, a, with you know, my hand out and saying, I'm getting that bag and I get it. You know, I, I, I earn that, whether it be through my work or um, from bugging my husband enough, you know, that's work too, having to, to bug your husband enough. Um, so yes, yeah, so being able to buy it at full price too, there's something to be said for that experience. You get the full, you know, kind of red carpet service in those stores. Um, being a VIC, a very important client at Louis Vuitton is, you know, it, it's, it, it's important to people. Um, I don't think that necessarily being a VIC is, is important in my life. It's not the reason I do it. It gives you perks when you shop there, but um, I'm not one of those that would go into a store and demand that red carpet service by any means. I've seen where people complain if they don't get offered champagne right when they walk through the door. Not everybody does, and it doesn't matter if you do or do not. Just ask for it then. If that's what you want when you go into a store, don't hesitate. Speak up. Ask for it. You know, th there's there's a, a give and take with with these relationships and luxury brands as well. Sometimes you know, people just may not know that's the service that you want. So it's okay to ask for it. Right. right. That's a very valid point. I mean, I go, I haven't, we have a couple of outlets around here, um, but most of the time when I see some of the, the, the actual physical stores that are the full stores, I guess you would say, if you want to say it that way, um, one of our local malls, the King Impression Mall is where I live around. And when you get there, I always tell people, if you're going, go early if you go later there are lines and obviously because there are lines it's your it's that quality like you're you're getting the quality you're getting the the experience you're being able to shop and i feel like i even tell people you go in these stores and it's not a bunch of people the reason why there's a line is because they're only allowing a certain amount of people in the store so they can actually work directly with you so you're getting that great customer service and if and if you don't want to be a person that waits in that line and you and you um really want to experience a service call and make an appointment that is what these luxury brands love they love giving that one-on-one -on -one time and giving you that full shopping experience so absolutely make an appointment that's my favorite thing to do <laughs> even do the the online virtual appointments now i get the emails from gucci all the time which yeah again gucci so i get they're like you know we're we're starting this new trend or this is the new um theme that we're following around i think one recently i remember it had flowers in it i do not remember the name but they almost caught me on a virtual experience. And I was like, nope, because then I can't hide it. Cause then my husband's <laughs> gonna walk, walk by and we're just, I'm gonna be looking at him. He's gonna be looking at me and it's just gonna have to end. Oh my so. gosh, I feel like we're soul sisters right now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I kind of signed on, but I guess I can get off of K-Bot. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they, yeah, those, if you, especially if you just sign up for their emails, I always tell people, I'm like, if you're interested in something and if you're just wanting to see what, things come out to like the right piece is for you, sign up for their emails. 
I mean, okay. worst case scenario, it's an email you don't want to read. You click the delete, it goes out of your email box, but that mm -hmm. one email is going to come in. It's going to grab you and you're going to be like, make an appointment. I'm going to go in there. I, I love how Gucci even hands, like they hand wrap your stuff and put it into a nice box. I walk around with the boxes and bags as if I'm going to do something with them just because they look so nice. Decorate. Like, I decorate my closet. My husband thinks I'm ridiculous, but I'm like, but they're so pretty. Right. Right. I'm, my husband's like, why are you, why are you saving all of these? And I'm like, well, you know, when we move, cause we're planning for our, 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 our luxury home build, I would say, but I keep call I call it a luxury home build custom home build, but I'm like, we're building a luxury house based off of what I want my house to look like. Yeah. So it's a luxurious experience for me. Um, I was like, I'm going to decorate my clothes with it. And he's of course the whole clothes thing. I'm like, he's like, I'm going to put the shoes up there. I'm going to put the, the, the belts next to each other with the boxes. And he's like, first of all, what's a clothes? I'm like, that's a whole different story. But anyway, <laughs> um, I feel like the final thing I definitely want us to talk about, and you kind of touched upon it, is luxury doesn't have to be built on the products itself. You kind of went off on it and then we came back. So I want to rewind to it so that we can actually talk fully about that. Because I think it's a very important point. A lot of people go, you know what? This is not attainable for me right now to buy the product. So I'm just gonna forgo it, forget luxury fashion. But I think there's a little bit more to it. So if you can go deeper into that, just like to share with people, luxury fashion isn't always about the product. There's more to it. There's, there's it encapsulates a lot of things. Yes, absolutely. And one thing I do wanna reiterate as well, um, for those that cannot garner that given luxury brand that they, they wish to, please don't buy dupes inauthentic. Most importantly, I just want to throw that out there. Do not do that for what it represents. Slavery, trafficking, terrorism. A lot of people don't know that. So I do want to say that on this platform, that is part of what I want to reiterate. Most importantly, um, it's not stealing money from the brand. It is putting money towards organized crime rings. So aside from that, if you can't attain that, those luxury goods, do something, find something that makes you feel luxurious. This may sound totally absurd for the luxury world, but for me, one of the most luxurious things that make me feel good and feel luxurious is going for a run. As funny as that is, it, um, it is my time for myself taking care of myself and running in a sweaty and as gross as I get all of that makes me feel glorious and luxurious because I know that I am taking time on me and that is 100% free. Um, other experiences, you know, it's, it's taking a nice long bubble bath and putting in, you know, throw in some lavender bath salts, really soak it in, just, just enjoy it. If you love to paint, paint away, make your heart happy with that experience. It's whatever you do for yourself that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. And if it does cost money and you want to spend that money and you're able to go for it, but find whatever it is and your ability that you know works for you. And that when you do it, you can say, I love who I am in this moment. I love how this makes me feel and I just feel like I am one of a kind because of this. So that's kind of what I, I base on. You don't have to buy luxury, but you can still feel luxury in your own way. And, that, and that's great. That's definitely one point I drive. I drive home on the podcast as well as the Living Lush brand itself is 
you can make the investments in the products if you want to, but there's, there's more to luxury than just the product itself. Right. Um, and I do love the point that you made about dupes. I actually have another episode on the podcast that talks about, you know, dupes versus buying lookalikes. Yeah. Like you don't buy dupes. If there's a bag that you go to, I think Primark, I found one at Primark that looked like a Gucci handbag. It just didn't have the emblem on it. But if you're walking by, someone quickly glances at you, no one's going to be able to tell. You just kind of tuck it in your corner and just keep walking in and just, you know, wave your hand and, and look like something. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, there's, there's a lot to be said. Um, you know, people use the word dupe because they don't think it's the same as counterfeit mm -hmm. and that's what I'm trying to I want people to understand and then like you, to you like there are lookalikes because not everybody can like you can see a quilted handbag and it's it doesn't say Chanel it has nothing to do with Chanel and it's just bought at a cute little boutique it's not trying to pass off as a Chanel it just has the same style and that's different like you said that's lookalike but a dupe is the same thing as counterfeit and that's where a lot of people that that's a fine line that people don't understand and I think we as influencers that's important because I can go through my stories on my Instagram and seven out of 10 people will be posting dupes, dupes, dupes. And I'm like, oh goodness gracious. It's, it's duping, the, the word itself means tricking right. you into believing something. And that's exactly what it's doing. It's tricking you into buying a counterfeit product. And it's, it's hurtful to so many people around the world. So off my pedestal, my apologies. It, it is. I mean, <laughs> even the good thing is that, you know, I've seen Amazon's cracking down on it. A whole yes, Goodness. they are removing places they are removing influencers who are on there trying to sell those and promote those I know that you know even recently I think there was like a whole story about a person on TikTok who's actually trying to work with a brand or a company on Amazon that was selling duplicates but they were selling it under a false a false thing yeah. and then they were sending you a completely different thing and they actually ended up not only removing that company and suing them, they went after the influencer. So yeah, if you're an influencer or blogger and that happened to be listening to this, if you're selling duplicates or promoting them, they legally can come after you. And Amazon is is not taking is is not taking or like taking back anything. They're just like, yes. you do it, we're coming after you. And it is highly a lot of money to afford coming after you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that was, a, I think that's a great point to end on. Um, I feel like, you know, we talked about a lot of things and they were all great points along with, you know, you know, the luxury products, those go-tos, the mom fashion, the, the duplicates we just kind of talked about to avoid and, you know, having those luxury experience. So before we kind of sign off on this, is there any last kind of piece of advice or thought that you want to share to these listeners? Um, absolutely. Again, just find what makes you feel luxurious. Like I said before, and when you find it, whether it, of course, the definition of luxury is expensive, hard to attain, but in your world, what does, what does that mean? You know? So when you find it, go for it. Don't feel guilty about it. We get enough guilt women in general, we are guilted for so many reasons. Do something guilt-free and feel good about it. So yes, spend the money, whether it's on whatever it is that you can afford. Am I going to go tell somebody that can't afford to spend $10,000? Go spend $10,000. That would be so irresponsible and just rude. But 
whatever it is that makes you happy and, and you feel you've earned, you deserve it. And I'm here to tell you, you deserve it. So get it girl. <laughs> that, that is great. Poor well, boy. <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much for being on this episode and coming on the podcast. It was great having you. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the end. It was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks again.